The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. Well, good morning, everyone. And Happy New Year. I think it's still early enough in the year that I can say Happy New Year. Um, although we're getting to the middle of January, so maybe I'll have to stop saying that sometime soon. This, this is the time of year when I think about uh, New Year's resolutions. Although, because it's getting close to the middle of January, um, it's also getting close to the time of year when I'm starting to forget about any resolutions I might have made on December 31st or January 1st, um, which is why I wanted to talk about them. My attitude towards uh, New Year's resolutions um, has changed over time. Uh, I don't know what your attitude is. If you ask me to characterize my attitude towards resolutions, I think my knee-jerk reaction would be that they don't work. Don't put a lot of stock in them. Don't take them too seriously. Resolutions, who are you kidding? And I've, I've written down resolutions before, aspirations, things to try. And as I said above, uh, I forget about them. And this is, this is bad, isn't it? Um, they, they don't work because we forget about them. And of course, it's, it's funny how we want so badly to pin it down to yes or no. Oh, it works. Or no, they don't work. That's our ego, our discriminating mind trying to run things. My conventional mind concludes that they don't work. Is that true? So do they work? Do they work for you? Now, you might try to measure outcomes. So I said I wanted to lose weight. Did I lose weight? I said I wanted to drive more mindfully, less road rage. So I run an experiment. I measure my degree of road rage in December. Uh, and then I measure my degree of road rage again in April and ask myself, am I driving more mindfully? And the answer might be, oh yeah. I'm really driving a lot more mindfully. Or, oh man, no, not at all. Or, or it might be sometimes. Sometimes I'm driving more mindfully and sometimes not. And of course, this is, this is my engineering mind uh, coming to the fore, um, trying to measure uh, the results of, of some, uh, uh, some resolution or some aspiration that I set. Actually, I don't think forgetting about them is an entirely bad thing. Why? Because I think there's a karmic effect. Expressing an intention, expressing a resolution has an effect. I'm changed when I express an intention. In reality, intentions are expressed. A good intention is expressed. A bad intention is expressed. 
Each intention has its own energy. It carries its own momentum. I was reading in the paper this morning, uh, in the New York Times on the front page, it says, none wanted a regional war, but now we have one. Well, someone wanted a regional war. That's why we have one. But there were also many who didn't want a regional war, and perhaps the war that we have would be a lot worse if there were people who were not working to control or contain or stop a regional war. Good intentions are expressed, evil intentions are expressed, and they have their own momentum. So I, I'm blurring the distinction here between resolutions and intentions. And as I alluded before, we, we make resolutions on December 31st or, or January 1st. It's the end of a year of life and the beginning, we hope, uh, of another year of life. The days are very, very short. So it's a time that's ripe for self-reflection. And of course, the, the timing of the ending of the year with our winter retreat is uh, also quite serendipitous. We're not caught up in all of our usual concerns. What a great time to resolve to do a little better. But if you'll allow me the liberty of blurring intentions and resolutions, I'd say that we make resolutions all the time. We express intentions all the time. If we're awake, if we're, we're not on autopilot, our resolution intentions are expressed at a moment of time. And there is some indefinable but real cosmic consequence. So what if we were to think of resolution intentions as being time, as time being. At this moment, a resolution intention is expressed. At this moment, the way-seeking mind arises. In Uji, Dogen Zenji says, the way the self arrays itself is the form of the entire world. See each thing in this entire world as a moment of time. Things do not hinder one another, just as moments do not hinder one another. The way-seeking mind arises in this moment. A way-seeking moment arises in this mind. It's the same with practice and with attaining the way. Thus the self setting it out setting itself out in array, sees itself. That is the understanding that the self is time. A way-seeking moment arises in this mind. It is the same with practice and with attaining the way. And so what is practice? Of course, I think our practice is the conscious returning to our intention. Every day, 
we sit on the cushion. And we chant the four vows. Or we chant the Gatha on opening the sutra. Every day, if we do this, it's returning to our resolution. It's returning to our intention in this moment. An intention is expressed as a thought, or perhaps actually an intention exists before thought in my mind. It changes my actions in both profound and mundane ways. I walk into the kitchen, the garbage stinks. I express the intention to take out the garbage when I have a chance, and then I take out the garbage. Sarah keeps sending me articles about how bad alcohol is for us. The myth of a glass of wine a day being good for you is apparently not true. Sorry, have to break that to you. And she also sent me an article about um, not drinking alcohol in January, just to make that commitment for the month of January to drink no alcohol. And doctors have studied this, and that commitment for that month actually changes the long-term behavior after the month of January. So I resolved to not drink alcohol in January. And coincidentally, I also resolved to start eating better and to exercise more. How's it going? Well, so far, so good. Arshuso gave us some guides to work with during this winter intensive practice period. And if you uh, if you have your Ango commitment form handy, uh, put it next to your sitting cushion and and review the questions and review what you wrote down um, uh, as you were reflecting on those questions. What is it to sit in the midst of life falling apart? And how does your practice bring you back to center? What's my practice now? What's your awareness of time and how do you inhabit time? Are you rushing around with nary a moment to even realize where you are and how you're feeling? What does your practice mean for you when you're afraid? And what would you do? What would you do if you weren't afraid? And what's the koan that you're living right now? And how can you work with it? What's the koan, koan of your life in this moment? Now, when we think about resolution intentions, I also uh, think about our vows. Where do our vows come in? So a vow is like, it's like, uh, it's like setting a direction. Our vows point the direction. They're the finger pointing to the moon, reminding us who we fundamentally are, our true nature. 
And our vows are important. And I think our vows are important because our tendency is for discriminating minds to make shit up. I mean, we project our self-centered views onto the whole of reality. And the shit that we make up is not the same as reality. As bodhisattvas, our vow is actually to return to the reality of life again and again. And this is what we do in Zazen. We return to the reality of life again and again. So what are your resolution intentions? Either the ones that you thought about when you were working on Shuso's questions or the ones that you talked about with your family on December 31st, or the ones that you make today. What are your resolution intentions? I can tell you a few of mine. I've already done that. I want to read more and write more every day if I can. I want to practice more consistently, study the Dharma. I want to support my Sangha, offer interview, help with the website, give a talk, visit the prisoners at Sing Sing. I want to make sure that I make time to do things with Sarah. I want to walk the dogs. That's the fun bit. I like walking the dogs. Eat better, exercise more, no alcohol in January. I want to explore. I just want to explore this life. I want to explore the town that I live in. What do you vow? What are your vows? What do I vow? To save all beings. Sometimes this expresses itself in ways profound and sometimes in ways that are pretty mundane. Maybe I refrain from shouting at the customer service agent. Not always easy. Avoid unwholesome thoughts, talk, and action. Avoid that which, un which is unwholesome, that which increases suffering. The three pure precepts are avoid evil, practice good, and practice good with others. The Zen peacemaker order version of them is, I vow to do no harm, I vow to do good, and I vow to cultivate the awakened mind for the sake of all beings. Those are pretty good vows. I vow to bear witness. I think it's very easy to live our comfortable lives, or it's very easy to live our uncomfortable lives in complete ignorance of the suffering in the world. We compartmentalize, focus on ourselves. We block it out. 
either because it seems too much or because we feel powerless or we, because we tell ourselves that's not my problem. Gaza, Ukraine, or food insecurity in my own neighborhood, in my own town. The lies we hear from the political class, we vow to bear witness, which means karmic consequences. We will take action, whatever small action we can to alleviate the suffering in the world. The Zen Peacemaker Order version of taking refuge in the three treasures is, I will embody not knowing, thereby giving up fixed ideas. I will bear witness, opening my heart to the joy and suffering of life. And I will take loving action, arising out of not knowing and bearing witness. These are pretty good vows. How about be present? Just be present. When we're truly present, not wrapped up in our own storyline, the shit that our minds make up, we have a chance of acting for the sake of all beings. So I'll end with a poem, a moment of being present in my life. And I hope that it inspires you to reflect on your resolution intentions, to renew your vows, and to be present to this life. Here's the poem. Light and dark, tree trunks, damp and dark on one side, snow dusting the other. The dogs walk on ahead, snouts pressed into the snow. One, two, three, four, five, the mark left by their pads in the snow, the sound of their pads in the snow, and then the click-click of snow hitting my jacket. A brown dog bursts into my field of view. It's Gunner. The dogs run up the hill. The whole family is out for a walk. Three girls dressed in pink, purple, and blue. A jet flies overhead. Civilization just there within reach, the hustle and bustle. While we, in quiet solace, walk through the forest and bathe in the forest snow. <laughs>